Welcome to the Equip and Encourage Podcast. My heart and prayer is to be an encouragement to you in your pursuit of Jesus and to equip you in the advancement of His kingdom. If you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my website at pastorjoshleadership.com. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you guys have chosen to join me today. If you're like me, you're working from the house or you're stuck at home. I was out a little bit today and uh, we are doing season, let's just call this season COVID-19 on the Equip and Encourage podcast. But hey, we've taken a hiatus from the podcast, but I thought, man, this would be a great opportunity to get on and talk and just some encourage some people. I know we're all looking for content, stuff to do, stuff to listen to. And uh, just wanted to jump in and say hello. It's been a minute since I've been on here. Obviously, my Facebook fam and all my social media fam, we've been talking, uh, church fam, all that stuff. But I thought, man, hey, we can just jump in and do a couple episodes here. Uh, I don't know how often I'll be doing them, but I do plan on doing them a little bit as we're going through all this drama that the world is in. It's just so crazy. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we are all talking about right now is just the uncertainty. And I think if anybody is really dealing with that, like I am, you're just really trying to find some meaning in the moment. Like what what is happening? The most frustrating thing is probably just the uncertainty that we're dealing with. Like how long is this going to last? How, you know, how much food do I need to get? How much toilet paper do I need to get? Where are we at? in all that. And, you know, sometimes I think if we're not careful, we will live according to the, the what if and fear and faith both answer that question, right? Faith answers the question, well, what if God pulls through? What if a miracle happens? But faith says, what if the worst thing happens? And, uh, a long time ago in the nineties, I used to attend, attend Christ for the nations and mom, Lindsay, uh, the, one of the founders of Christ for the nations would always talk about, when people would ask her when she would go through a difficult time or if the school fell apart or all these, all the drama happens, drama like what we're dealing with right now. And one of the things that she would always say and that stuck with me and I remember it and I echo it is she said, I'll do what I've always done. I'll read my Bible and I'm going to pray. And I've, I never forgot the resilience of this elderly woman who was leading a movement and how that was just the theme of her life. No matter what happened, she was going to get up and she was going to pray and she was going to get up and she was going to get in the word and she was just going to keep on doing because that is what resilient people do. That is what the body of Christ does. We get up, we keep on going. We just keep moving along. So what are we going to do? You know, as the church, as members of the body of Christ, what are we going to do? Well, we're just going to keep doing what we've always done. We're going to keep loving Jesus. We're going to stay in the word. We're going to keep worshiping. We're going to keep pressing in. We're going to keep being students of, of God and who he is. We are going to continue to do what we've always done. And what we've seen over history, uh, throughout history, even the church was start began in a, in a place of persecution. The church began at a point of, of great tension. And, uh, you know, they tried to kill the church out 
before it got moving, but but if you read the book of Acts, you'll see that the church actually took over the whole known world at the time. So, so what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're just going to keep on going. We're going to thrive through adversity like we've always thrived through adversity. And man, I have a lot of pastor friends. I have a lot of Christian friends uh, throughout social media, which thank God for it right now that we have it, that we're able to connect and they are all upbeat. We're all optimistic. We're being more creative than we've ever been. We're thinking out of the side of the box. We're, we're trying to figure out a way. How can we continue to reach people whenever they're telling us we can't be in the room with people? And so the church is thriving, and we are not just in survival mode. We're actually in thrive mode. So we're going to do what we've always done. And I, I want to share a verse with you, and then I want to just jump into a few practical things. Uh, Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 I love this so much. It says, you will keep in perfect peace all whose trust is in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust the Lord always and trust God as the eternal rock. Trust God is the, as the stable one. So I love this. How do we have peace? We just keep our mind and our thoughts fixed on him. We trust him. We trust him. We place our trust there. We're not we're not trusting the government. We're not trusting a vaccine. We're not even really trusting the end of this thing. We're trusting Jesus to sustain us through all the seasons of life, through thick and thin, through joy, through sorrow. We trust him. We trust in the Lord always because he is a rock. He's stable. He's not going anywhere. He's consistent. And this is why, beloved, that we are shining in this hour is because we are established. I do want to suggest this, though. This thing is very early. There's been a lot of things happen over uh, the last week. It feels like we've been in this thing. I was talking to a pastor friend of mine yesterday, and he said, guys, this is just week one of this thing. And it feels like it's been months. And it does feel that way and it, because of all the things that have happened and you know, the aggressiveness of the virus and all these things. So, you know, the important thing is that we are established in God, our rock, as Isaiah 26 verse 4 says. Let me give you guys a couple of practical things. Again, if you have prayer requests today, let me know. I'd love to pray for you. And I don't just, you know, comment, I'm praying for you. We will actually pray for you. And so if you will uh, share those with us, we would love to do that and minister to you. I got 10 things that I wrote down the other day when I was on the elliptical in the garage. I thought, man, what are some things that people can be doing with all this time on their hands when they're at home? Just ways to kind of maintain a sanity, you know, just some practical things as we're going through this. Uh, and number one, I would do this for those of you, especially that haven't had this, um, or if you do have it, maybe step it up a little bit is just develop a devotional life. Get in the word, get in prayer. This is a great time for you to develop this skill set in your life to where you're seeking the Lord every single day that you're praying, that you're reading the word, that you're spending a few moments just every day connecting with God. The second thing is this is engage in your church community. Um, you know, we've we've moved with our church all of our all of our small groups, we moved online. We've been doing uh, FaceTime chats with our staff. We've been doing Zoom rooms uh, with our small groups. And actually, the groups are, have gone better this past week than they've gone in the history of groups at our church. There's just more people engaged. So it's just been a great way to stay encouraged and stay connected with people that you love. And so engage your church community. Number three, uh, start three conversations, text conversations with people you haven't talked to in a while. So for me, I've reached out to a few people that I've, you know, kind of been disconnected and they've just kind of been on my mind. This is a great opportunity just to reach out because we're just kind of 
pulling back from the norm and just kind of set back and just text a few people that have been on your mind that you've kind of wondered about. Don't just wonder about them. We live in that. We live in the age where we can just reach out to somebody immediately and and uh, and hear a response with them uh, from them rather shortly. So do that. Uh, number four, do a project around the house every day. So every day you might just you might just write down 10 things. If this thing goes on for 10 more days or 20 more days, I've just got 20 things that I'm going to do. Or some of you, uh, you know, have a, have a daddy do list, uh, you know, in a garage or somewhere, you know, go in and start tackling some of the things that you want to do around the house, you know, clean out a junk drawer, uh, clean out your closet, clean out your car, do something, find some projects so you can find meaning in the day. And then you can get, get something done and you feel accomplished and you don't just feel like you're in waiting, actually get some things done. Number five, do a family devotional. Um, one of the things that we started doing on Monday morning, I believe it was Monday morning, it might've been Tuesday morning, is I just got in my Bible app and I found a family devotional, a devotional that was kid-friendly. And we've got into that. It's called God and Science or something. You can find it or, or message me and I'll get the info to you. Um, we're, we've just been going through this devotional every morning. So every morning at eight 30, we kind of have a, a Brown meeting, you know, in our living room, we connect with our kids for just a few minutes. We pray. It's just been a, been an awesome time and our, our kids haven't complained about it. We do prayer most nights as a family. And so this is a way to start the day, which we haven't done this in the past. We've never done a devotional. We've just always prayed. So we thought, man, this would be a great time to actually do this. So we're doing that. Start a family devotional. Number six, exercise. For me, I have an awesome elliptical in my garage, which actually gets used. Crazy. It's still pretty new, but it, it gets used. And so I can't go to the gym, but I can go in and get on the elliptical for 30 minutes. I haven't done that today, um, but I do plan on doing it. We'll see if I make it in there. Um, but exercise every day, maybe do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, do some jumping jacks, you know, run, run around circles in the living room, whatever it is, just do something to get some exercise. And, uh, another thing is this, take a shower. Number seven, take a shower and get dressed, make your bed, do the things that you would normally do. If you're working from home, well then don't just work in your PJs, actually get up, do do. You might do a little bit of work, but, but take a shower, make sure that you're at, you're still keeping some consistent thread in your life. So take a shower and get dressed, make your bed, those type of stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm not real good at making that bed because my wife beats me to it because I'm going to do it every day, but usually I'm going to do it right before I get in bed at about, you know, 10 o'clock at night. So she usually beats it to me. Uh, number seven was that take a shower, get dressed, make your bed. Number eight, discover new recipes. Uh, we haven't done this yet. I'm kind of doing it right now. I'm smoking some meat, a, a cut of meat that I've never, uh, cooked before. So kind of doing that, that'd be a great opportunity for people that enjoy cooking or baking, do something new that way. Um, one thing that we've done that's new, uh, that we've never done at our house before, just speaking of doing new things is we, I went out and bought a star Wars puzzle. So we've been working on a puzzle every night, playing some worship music in the background and just working on a puzzle. It's been very relaxing, uh, for the most part. So that's been awesome. Number nine, laugh, 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 watch something funny, you know, look up some Brian Regan videos. Uh, find somebody, whoever your favorite comedian is, Jim Gaffigan, get somebody that makes you laugh, belly laugh and watch that, you know, look at some memes, remember some memes, same, save some memes to your phone, do whatever it takes to just laugh a little bit every day. It's so good for you. It's so good for you. Do something goofy, act silly, you know, do a house dance party, do something just to get your laughs moving. And number 10, 
reflect, reassess, and reassess your values. This is just a great time, you know, when so much of our normal life is stripped from us for us just to kind of pull back and say, you know, what's really important. One of the things that I've noticed over the last week is that I've been really way less stressed. And I think part of it is, is because I know that I don't have control over anything. And so that's really good for me to remember that, hey man, it control is not a core value. And uh, it's important for me to realize that, you know what, Sometimes I just need to be a lot more laid back about things. So just re- reflect, reassess your values. Again, this is just a, a great opportunity to take inventory to what's important to us. And so, yeah, that's my encouragement to you today. Uh, trust in the Lord. Focus on the Lord. This is a great opportunity. Get together with some other believers. Uh, have you know have some digital relationships right now. And uh, what a a great time to be alive. We have all these tools and now we can use them uh, for some real good, not just comparison, but actually connection. So do that. Anyway, let me know. We would love to pray for you. Leave some comments, check in, let me know. Hey, if you are listening to the podcast, do me that favor, go in, uh, like that, you know, comment on there. Let me know. Let me know this is beneficial and uh, we'll do a little bit more during this time. We'll see what the future holds. Love you guys. Thanks so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate the love.